0: How's it going everyone? I'm your girl Gabrielle and you're watching Influence. I am so happy that you're here. What can you expect to see? Well, this series will highlight some of the most impactful influencers on Instagram, where they will talk about their journey, share their story, and give advice on starting a personal brand from the ground up. I cannot wait to have candid conversation with strong, powerful women regarding the ins and the outs and the ups and the downs of this new but explosive industry. It seems that everyone wants to be an influencer today, and that can sometimes make it hard to stand out. But each woman that I have on this show will most definitely stand out in her own unique way. So think of this as your central hub where you can come to find your favorite influencers on Instagram or discover new ones. By the end of each interview, you will have a better idea of who the woman behind the brand is, behind the post, behind the camera. You will find out who influences them and why they choose to influence all of us every day. I am constantly inspired by these powerful, creative entrepreneurs who are paving their own future while using their platform and voice to do good. This is influence. I'm so excited to welcome podcast host and mental health advocate Ali Fatidi to the show. Thank you so Hi. much for having me. It's so good to be here. It's, it's so nice to meet you it's and nice I'm you. so happy you're here. You just launched, you recently launched a, a new podcast. I did. Called Trying to Figure It Out. I did. Which I do love the title, by the way. Because it's true. We're all just trying to figure it out. Quite literally. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, you have all these important conversations on there regarding mental health and, you know, so many other topics that, that need to be spoken about more. So I'm just so excited to have you here and hear about your journey and your story. Thank you so much. Yeah. So before we get into the podcast though, I want to talk more about your passion for music. So you actually studied music in school. Mm -hmm. You work in the music industry now. So tell me more about that and what made you fall in love with music
1: yeah i would say since i was a kid i've always been obsessed with music every tv show i watched i was always fascinated by like the tv show picking the perfect song for the scene that it was in and how much that could make an impact on the way you view and watch a show so i always had this love for music and my taste was never in the pop lane like i never listened to what everyone else my age was listening to i was either listening to like the smiths or 80s music or alternative music and just had a totally different vibe. And so I knew I wanted to do something in music. I just had no idea what because I didn't know that there was a world where you could work in music but not actually be an artist or have that talent. So I didn't know what I wanted to do. And then I went to USC, and I actually was a music industry major, learned all about the business, and have been working in the industry ever since. And to not correct you but explain a little more, I'm actually taking a break from working in the music industry right now. I quit my job about a month ago just to focus on my mental health and really take some time to do what I'm trying to push for on my own podcast and take care of myself first because it's just so important. So I'm taking a little break from music for now, but I'm sure I'll be back but, very and soon. And that's
0: okay. It, it makes a lot of sense. And 100%. I think, oh, good for you. Thank you.
1: Oh my goodness. I love that. Thank um, you.
0: You're from New York. I am. So am I. We both have that East Coast in us. 100%. I love it. There are obviously, I always love to ask people who who moved from New York to LA this question, there are obviously pros and cons to each place, but what would you say you miss most about New York, but you
1: love most about LA? Ooh, okay, I miss Christmas season and fall season feeling like that seasons. season. Like, yeah. I miss the feeling of it. Like, you don't get that as much here. There's still like the energy, of course, like here, like there's Christmas lights and there is Christmas, but like it doesn't feel the same as yeah. it does in New York. But I love L.A. for the weather. I love L.A. for the lifestyle, the culture, everything about it. So I, it's worth it. But
0: I agree. I, I agree about definitely just seasons in general, even the changing of the different seasons. Yeah.
1: It's like it's hotter now than it was all summer, it, yeah. but it's supposed to feel like fall. Exactly. And I want to bring out my sweaters and like my blazers and everything. And I can't do that. Exactly. Now. I know. <laughs> but you're right then we have the beautiful weather here so can't
0: complain no let's talk trying to figure it out yes you discuss all things from mental health to toxic relationships trauma body culture you you
1: hold nothing back which i love try not to it's great (laughs)
0: Tell me a little bit more
1: about the podcast and, you know, why you decided to start it. Yeah. So I've struggled with my mental health since I was six years old, which is really crazy to even have that awareness of myself. It Um, I've had horrible anxiety since I was a kid, struggled with panic disorder and all different issues with that. Um, And, you know, I just have so many stories. I feel like Mm -hmm. I have so many stories myself. I have so many friends Mm -hmm. who I can pull their stories out of so Mm -hmm. much easier than, like, I have some friends who don't like to talk to people about how they feel, but with me, they'll instantly just spill everything. And I think I make a safe environment for people to want to share. And so, you know, I've struggled my whole life, but the last two years I've been through more than I would ever say I've been through in my entire life. And it's just been a really hard time for me. I have struggled with depression. I've struggled with PTSD um, I had some health issues, and so I just would call my mentors, call people in my mm-hmm. life, and say, "You know, I have stuff I want to talk about, and I don't know how to do it. I don't mm-hmm. know where I can do it." And they were all like, "Start a podcast." And I was like, "That's—I never thought to do that. I never thought it would be something that would be fitting for me." Right. And I did it. I literally was just like, "You know what? I'm going to try it." Started in January, coming up with the idea, coming up with the name, coming up with where I wanted to shoot, what I wanted my set to look like, Mm -hmm. what Um, my goals were. And in May of 2022, trying to figure it out went live. Congratulations. Thank you. I think that's great. I also, I feel like it can almost act as your therapy as well. It has more than I could ever tell you. There's like sharing is healing and hearing other people's stories sometimes it's not that we need to check ourselves or put like ourselves into perspective that other people have it worse than us. But when we hear from other people about their stories, you realize you're not alone. People are going through the same thing, even if it's in a different way.
0: It's all about not feeling like you're alone. Exactly. I, I think that's the most important part. 100%. Oh, I love that. It's been amazing. Congrats. Thank you. So what do you want your listeners to get out of your conversations? How do you want them to feel after listening to an episode?
1: I think it's hard because some of the topics are really hard to hear. Some topics are really sensitive. So I don't think I have a specific thing that I want my listeners to feel or expect when they're listening. I think after some people might need to reflect on how they feel inside. Some people might be triggered. Some people might feel really safe. Some people might feel less alone. But I think the biggest thing for me is like, I want people to listen and say, wow, she actually talked about that. You yeah. know, like she actually decided that she was safe to talk about that and didn't care what other people would think, didn't care. You know, I grew up with my dad being like, don't share so much about your life. Don't talk and about your I'm out here sharing a lot. And my listeners, my or not even my listeners, my guests are mm-hmm. sharing so much. And it's just so rewarding to me to share stuff and push the boundaries of what is accepted and considered normal.
0: And that's a good answer. Speaking of guests, I know you were just talking about how much your guests share. Mm -hmm. Tell me about some of the guests you've already had on the podcast and who do you hope to have on in the future? Like who is that dream guest for you? Oh, that's the funniest question. I'll get to that. Okay. Um, First,
1: I'll talk about the guests that I've had. I'm so grateful. I've had a good friend, Jordan Jones, who is a dancer, influencer, TikToker. She really does it all. She's been on the podcast. She was my first ever guest. She also helped me come up with the name for the podcast. So that was Awesome. I had yeah. another TikToker, Brooklyn Webb, come on my podcast oh. and she talked a lot about body positivity and just confidence and you know fame at a young age yep. in a weird time. I had two, actually three guests from the show The Ultimatum on Netflix, So fun. which was so fun. We actually traveled to Houston to tape ah. that episode. Instead of having them come here or doing it over Zoom, we took a field trip and okay. flew to Houston to tape with them. I've had Haley Jacobson, who is a writer. I've had, you know, some of my own friends, some of my therapists, other people's therapists, a Wonderful. whole range of different guests. It's been amazing. It and then to and the answer dream. the dream guest question, I don't think I can answer that because ah. it's anyone who is willing to come on my podcast and share something is like a dream to me. I just I don't, I would never want to say I have one person uh-huh. that's like the one, but I mean, if I could get Jay Cole on the podcast, it would make my life. Don't get me wrong. Oh, okay. well, that's fun, but sir. I don't have a dream guest. I'm just grateful for anyone who has a story that's and really wants to nice. share it.
0: I, no, I, yeah, I feel you on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyone that that wants to come on and open up is is a great guest. Absolutely. I mean, that's how I feel about you coming here. Thank you. Just the fact that you're coming here to talk about all this. Exactly. So you're a dream guest. Thank you. I love <laughs> it. Uh, what, what is your number one self-care tip, you know, when you're just having a down in the dumps kind of day, you're feeling blue,
1: what do you do for yourself? Like how how are you kind to yourself? Number one, just like whatever I'm feeling that day that I need, I allow myself to need it. Like if it's a day where I just am going to lay in bed all day, I'm not judgmental. I try not to shame myself for that. I try not to be hard on myself. Mm -hmm. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to stay in bed today and watch TV Mm -hmm. or give myself that space. But in terms of a specific self-care tip, just like filling your day when you're having a bad one with the things that you specifically like, whether that's literally just going to your favorite coffee shop and getting a coffee or a, a matcha place. or going to get your nails done or going for a walk with your dog, whatever it is. One thing that just feels good to you is all that you need yeah. to do. It's little steps. It's not, it doesn't have to be something so big or perfect.
0: I completely agree. I feel you on that. Just like little coffee mm-hmm. or a little matcha.
1: Literally walking down. And best it's, part of my day. It really is. It's the it's, best part. It's rituals. Mm-hmm. That you do for yourself. 100%. The mornings are my favorite part of the day. Yeah. it's The best. I agree. I
0: love that. Okay. So our generation, I personally think, you know, speaks on mental health a lot more than generations before. 100%. Which is an incredible thing. We're moving in the right direction there. It's so important to have these, you know, open conversations. So what makes you want to eliminate that stigma surrounding mental health? to be that positive voice and create that safe space for people like why do you want to do that
1: i think you know i grew up fortunate to have a family who did understand what i was going through and they wanted me to have the help that i needed but i also know that sometimes that help wasn't always what i needed and you know it's it's hard to have a label on yourself and then feel like you can ever escape that label Mm -hmm. and I think for me I want to talk about these things and be an advocate for mental health because I've struggled so much with it and I've been getting help since I was six and there's so many people out there who can't get help who don't have access to it who don't have the money for it Mm -hmm. who don't have acceptance for it like there's so much out there of that and I've had help since I was six and I'm still I don't know if I can curse on this or not but I'm still f***ed up in the head so like (laughs) I just believe that there's so much more to the stigma than like, even as someone who's had the resources, yeah. I'm still struggling. And I think that that can make it even harder to want to get help because some people are like, well, maybe it won't work. Right. And there's so much fear associated with it. Right. So for me, I just want to speak up about it and help people no matter who you are, if you can't afford it, if you can't afford it, if you don't want it, right. whatever that is, like, there's another way that you can learn about these things and hopefully help yourself.
0: Right. Being that voice, being that person that people can come to and get advice if they don't necessarily want
1: 100%. Can or
0: want to take that step. Uh-huh. They can come listen to you.
1: hundred percent. Please that. do. Yes.
0: <laughs> what mental health topic are you most
1: passionate about? Like what topic would you say you're, you're most well-versed in or you give the best advice about? I am an anxiety, like panic attack queen. I will say I've had them since I was six years old. So if anyone's having a panic attack, like I can walk you through it in a second. Mm -hmm. But I would say, actually, I've been really struggling with PTSD for about a year now. And it's been all new to me. Mm -hmm. You know, it's therapy types Mm -hmm. that I've never done before. It's treatment that I've never needed Mm -hmm. or understand. So I'm learning so much. And I actually am so passionate about it because trauma is one of the worst things that a human can go through and it is so hard to overcome it. And I know that all of us have some form of trauma in us, no matter what it is at some point in our lives, whether it's family related, if you have a perfect family, whatever that means to you, your parents are still together. You still might have childhood trauma. You still might go through something in your life. We go to college and there's so much there that can happen. And I'm just learning that the ways to work through trauma are so different than the ways that I've worked through my anxiety for my whole life. And it's, I'm just so passionate about it. It's, I'm still, I'm not an expert on any of these things, but I'm learning so much about trauma right now and I'm very, very passionate about it.
0: Yeah. And you can, and you can speak on that. I'm sorry that's happening. That's okay.
1: I'm, I'm okay. Good. I am. That's good. Yeah. Yes. And this all helps, you know, just like being here being anywhere where I can talk about this stuff, it just makes me feel like one step closer to helping myself, but also hopefully helping others. And in turn, that makes me feel better too. Definitely,
0: I love that, makes a lot of sense. Thank you. Uh, Okay, now going getting into your brand and your journey and how you're growing it, how would you say you're growing your
1: following and expanding your brand and your podcast and all of that? It's like baby steps and then you Mm -hmm. take a huge step and then you go back to baby steps, I would say. like, I started my podcast and It was The feedback was so amazing. And then, you know, you go through a little bit of a lull where Mm -hmm. I'm putting out episodes that some people might not really care about or really want to tune in every week. I'm spamming people on my Instagram. I'm posting as much as I can. I'm posting on TikTok. I'm posting everywhere that they're telling us that you need to post, you know? It's the life we live in now. But I'm also trying to stay true to who I am and let it grow organically. I believe in it, and I think that that's what matters the most. It's my first season. I just started in... Mm. May which is crazy to think where I am the guests I've had the amount of listeners I've had you know I've been able to travel for my podcast I've been like featured in so many different articles and different ways that just make me feel like it's gonna happen if I just keep being me and doing it organically. So true. I mean, you really are just getting started and you're Truly. you're moving in the right direction. Thank you. What would you say is next for you? Like, what are you, what are those future goals of yours? Yeah. I, I never thought about it until more recently, but I would love to turn my podcast into some sort of a show, into some sort yeah. of a, a segment on someone else's show. I don't know what that would look like. I think that would be a more long-term goal. I've learned how much I love interviewing people. I did not think that that was a skill that I had at all. I did not think that it would be something that really turned into this long term goal of mm-hmm. mine. But now it's really just right now, just trying to lock in and really figure out what next season's gonna look like, what the end of this season's gonna look like. We're gonna wrap up at, around Thanksgiving time until the new year. So just kinda trying to figure out every time I say that. To I'm like out? <laughs> every time I say that. It's now, so I'm good. Like, ah. it's such a good title. <laughs> but um, yeah, just kinda That's seeing exciting. what's next.
0: Oh, congrats. I mean, everyone will stay tuned. I'm sure of that. Yeah, a lot coming for (laughs) Ali. I love it. Uh, What would you say is your biggest piece of advice to young women looking to start their own brand podcast, any sort of content? How do you set
1: yourself apart from others? First and foremost, Mm -hmm. just by saying you're going to do something and actually doing it, you're one step ahead of everyone else. If you say you're going to do something and you get it together and you put something out there, if you have one view, if you have no views, Mm -hmm. it does not matter. You said you were going to do something and you did it. And that is putting you in a different bucket than 90% of the people. That's the hardest step. And I guess I would say from there, just keep believing in it. It doesn't have to be You know, we live in a world of virality. It's everywhere we look. Yes, we do. It's literally everywhere. And it makes you feel like the only way you can do it is by coming up with the next biggest TikTok trend Mm -hmm. or the how can I blow up? How can I buy my followers? How can I do these things? And it's like, you don't have to do that. Just keep pushing and Mm -hmm. put out the organic content if you believe in it. If you think that there's something there, then there probably is. Yeah. And you should just keep going with it. It's just doing it. I understand, yeah. believe me. Yeah. It's just get getting it done. And it takes time. It it's does. sad to see. You open your TikTok and you see someone who yesterday had no followers, then right. they post one video, and now they have so millions. True. And that can be really yeah. discouraging and it makes you think that you you're not doing it right. But it it's not about that. Yeah. It just takes time. It does. Definitely does. Long term success takes time. For sure. Baby you know? steps. Who do you hope to influence every day? It's so crazy. I originally started this with this like goal audience of people my age, around 24 to yeah. 27, maybe in their teens, late teens, mm-hmm. maybe male, female, anyone, yeah. any, literally any human being who wants to tune in. But I've gotten so much feedback from so many adults and so many, I mean, I guess we're technically adults, but parents and people above the age of 30 above the age of 40 i've been getting so many responses from people saying that my episodes have actually helped them help their kids people who have been divorced and don't know how to help their kids through the process like people have reached out to me in that field of listeners and i didn't even know that that was an audience i was catering to so i love that i really don't even know if i have a target demographic it's just subjects that could literally pertain to anyone and who influences you There's a range of people. I would say number one would be my dad. He's just so successful. What he came from to where he is now, it's just so amazing and special to see and how great of a person he is, how many people he takes care of, how good of a father he's been. Mm -hmm. He definitely influences me to just believe in myself and he's so supportive of what I'm doing. So I would say he's my number one. And then just, again, any creator out there who wants to be authentic, I'm inspired by and try to be more like.
0: I love that. Thank you. Oh, so sweet. I'm the same yeah. with my dad. I feel that way yeah. too. I love yeah. my dad. We're somehow. very lucky. <laughs> what does it mean to you personally to be an influencer? What
1: does that title mean to you? Because oh. that's, a, that's a title.
0: Some it people is a have title.
1: opinions on it. It is a title. I don't know. I... I guess if we want to get to what the word means, Mm -hmm. I want to influence people to help them not to post a picture of me in a bathing suit and make someone out there feel bad for looking one way or not looking a certain way or whatever it is. That's not what being an influencer means to Mm -hmm. me. Being an influencer to me is just reaching a wide audience with content and information and stories that can help people and help myself and, I don't know, just create a a group of people who feel involved in something that's bigger than just social media or whatever it is. And unfortunately the platform to be an influencer is social media, but I try to use it in a way where it's welcoming to any single person. It's not about clothing or, I mean, of course, I love my clothes, I love fashion, I love beauty, all of that, but it's not what I'm really advocating for on my platforms.
0: And then there's so much more to it. And that's also, you know, what this show is. That's why I wanted to have you on this yeah. show because there's so much more to your content. You're actually yeah. doing something to help someone. You you actually are doing something that you created. Yeah. So it's such, a, yeah.
1: such an amazing thing. And I also want to just make it clear. I'm not trying to knock any other influencer out there who is posting about clothes or in bathing suit pictures, whatever it is. Yeah. I support whatever your brand is. Whatever you're promoting, you promote it and you own it wholeheartedly. As long as you're being authentic, then Mm -hmm. go out there and do what you do for yourself and your brand. But I just, it's such a weird thing to, you know, I don't know what I am as an influencer. I'm just someone out here trying to post content that helps me and others. Just trying to figure it out. I had to say it. (laughs) Sorry, it's too good. You're gonna start noticing how often you say it. but, But that's what makes it such a good title. I know.
0: I know. Allie. I say it every day.
1: Thank you for being here.
0: Thank you for having this me. This was so nice. And so like nice. I said, you're really just helping so many people. And you're 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 just such a positive voice, I think, thank yeah, for you. our generation. But as you mentioned, like even people a little bit
1: older. Yeah. Uh, you're Don't helping. put yourself in a bucket. No. Whoever you want to reach, you can reach in this world. Very true. So That's the best part about the world we live in now. So thank you.
0: Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. You can all find Ali on social at Ali Petiti if you haven't done so already. And you can also find Ali's podcast, just trying to figure it out on all the podcasting platforms. Every single one Spotify, Apple Music, you have it on YouTube. Yep. So, and new episodes drop every Tuesday. So definitely check it out, you guys. And be sure to stay tuned for more influenced episodes. We have a lot coming for you. Thank you all for tuning in. Make sure to follow us on all social at influenced.theseries. Don't forget to like and share this video with your friends and be sure to tag and comment your favorite influencers down below if you wanna see them as a guest on the show. I'm your host, Gabrielle Valenson, and I'll see you guys later.
1: Killed it. Thank you. You killed it. (laughs) And you killed it. Thank you.
0: And that is a wrap. Thanks so much for watching Influence, be sure to click the subscribe button right here and if you want more Influence interviews, click right here. Don't forget to like and share this video and also hit that notification bell so you don't miss out on any updates. See you guys later.